Scunthorpe United relegated to the National League North. I'll let those words just land with you and sink in. Scunthorpe United have dropped to the sixth tier of English football. Open wide for some And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 1130. Go! Good evening, everybody. Bruce is already in celebrate. Bruce, you didn't even get to listen to it because you'd only just joined. So, I, I, just in case you missed it, North. It won't work. Scunthorpe United relegated to the National League North. I'll let those words but, just land with you and sink in. Gets into your soul, Scunthorpe doesn't it? United have dropped to the sixth tier of English football. Thank you, thank you, Matt, for those wonderful words. Um, I assume we're all shocked to our very core. Um, we did, we did try and get our good friend Flat, Flat, Flat Caps and Bovrelon, who's a big Scunny fan. He said, and I'm quoting verbatim, "Yeah, uh, uh, I couldn't think of anything worse. I love you, man, but jog the fuck on," uh, which is fair. <laughs> Oh, so yep, Scuddy will be playing uh, Kilby United and Caster under 23s and Humbertherm and Discoveries, I guess, next season. I'm not really sure how it works. Do they have to play the ship in, Bruce? They used to be half decent Sunday League team. I think they're in the division above, mate. Oh, are they? What, um, ship in? Yeah, yeah. I think the ship, <laughs> I think the ship, ship a division above. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm not sure I'll ever get over this day, to be honest. It's, it's sad, isn't it? <laughs> Rub it in, Sam. How are you? You look perfectly happy. Um, sad day, sad day. Yes, I want to kind of um pass on my condolences to, to North to North Lincolnshire football. I mean, was it ever alive, really? Um, but now you've got a decent team, <laughs> Barnsley, it all Winston are all right. In all seriousness, Gainsborough Trinity are in the playoffs, aren't they? In the in the league above, so, so they could get their GCFC derby next year. Um, well, it'll matter to them. They can have Kevin Van Veen come on. The, the Peter Swan, out on. the Peter Swan or Luke Waterfall derby, depending <laughs> on how you want to, depending on how you want to spin it. Um, the Ginger Pig uh, I, Boogaloo. I tweeted this morning saying that I wanted Oldham Town and um, Notts County to win. Um, and I got two of my three wishes. So yeah, I mean, pretty, I've got to go back to bloody work tomorrow. But um, but apart from that, all is pretty well. That's that's interesting because obviously, yeah, Wrexham and Notts County played today, and that was great. And and um, you wanted Notts County. I'm still. I've got no problem with Wrexham fans. I mean, the whole media loving is a bit there. But so what it is, is actually, it, it, it to me is quite personal. So. When I was kind of down, <laughs> when I was was it was it? Hang on, hang on. 
Was it the Paul Mullin boots, Sam? Was was that what it was? I'm, I would be lying if I said that wasn't a contributing factor. <laughs> it's all my kind of so I, from university and at work and so on. I've got lots of friends who like football, and all of them are kind of saying, "Come on, Wrexham! What a great story!" And then it really crystallised me the week we beat Luton in the cup. And I said, "Oh, did you? Oh, oh you had a good result, didn't you, against Luton?" And two or three people came up to me and went. Wasn't it a shame that Wrexham went out? And I was like, no, it wasn't. They went out. We went through. And as a result of that kind of building, building, just like, I've had enough of them. I don't want to play them next season. And as a result, oh, and Notts County is a much better away day. Much uh, much better away day. Much more fun. I've, had, I've, seen, I've never seen us lose at Meadow Lane in seven or eight visits. It's much rather they come up than Wrexham. Hannah, I think it was the boots. How are you? Great to have you on. Hello, it's definitely you? the boots, Sam. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely the boots. Although I agree, I'd much rather see another local team back, you know, good away day. But then again, the best away day I've ever had was Wrexham. So Yeah, and let it be the last time we ever have to go to Wrexham. It could be like Chris it could be like kind of upheld as some kind of paragon of away days and and it'll it like remain as this untouched perfection. Yeah. You're you're tipping us for promotion, are you, Sam? For next season. Have they still not won? Uh, have they still only won since us there? Is that still a stat? Apart from against United, Sheffield United in the Cup, yes, I think Was that's it? true. Stephen, Stephen McDade came in and said, I wanted Town, Oldham and Dorkin to win just to send Yeovil down. Uh, Stephen, I don't know if you've had a check, but check our, check our um, Twitter feed because the Yeovil uh, owner has just gone on an incredible tirade and has absolutely rinsed the manager. It is well worth digging up. Uh, go on our go on our Twitter account. It is brilliant. He's basically just lambasted the manager, saying we've bought him this player, this player, this player. He didn't want Scott Pollock, but now quite likes him. It's a bit of a shame they got Scott Pollock over us, but you know, it's it's well worth looking at. You'll enjoy it. Um, Sorry, can I we guess... push back against that. If if we'd wanted Scott Pollock, Scott Pollock would not have signed for Yeovil. That's true, but I don't know. Maybe work in progress. I think he'd be uh, been a half decent outlet in the last couple of games, and we should really, at least, some point talk about them. Do we? Um, do we want to talk about Saturday <laughs> or Good Friday? Sorry, I'll be brave enough to give it. Uh, <laughs> you were you were the uh, paragons of positivity, though, Sam. So I don't think your refle- your reflections are of the people, which is not the first time. But um... uh, my, my reflections are more of the people, according to the most recent uh, democratic mandate offered offered to Parliament. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm Paul first. Uh... <laughs> um, Go on then. So, what were your thoughts well, on I, it? I, I, I'm going to make some kind of observation. I'm happy for you to kind of throw a kind of you're talking a load of shite, Sam, as we usually do. To be fair, so I'm not I'm not bothered about that. Um, I my controversial take is I thought we actually played better on Friday than we did today. I thought in for the first half today, we were awful. And on Friday, we were awful in the first half. Uh, but for, when we equalised, got the goal, we were all over them. Looked like sec- the second was a was a kind of inevitability. Misha gives a Misha gives a uh, daft penalty away. Um, you can argue whether it's outside the box. It's a daft penalty, whether you like it or not. And that's a big thing for me to criticise Misha Fetto. Um, my, my heart fluttered then when you're being critical of him. Um, and after that, we capitulated. And that's, I mean, I, you'd say that's unlike a, a Hurst team, but it has happened 
once or twice too many times this season. But actually, for sort of 15, 20 minutes, we played much better football than we did do today. But the kind of seven or whatever it was, minutes of madness has really, really cost us. And that, and that kind of, for me, um, crystallises the kind of inadequacies and deficiencies in our team, which are, we're competitive, we're energetic, we're hard to beat most, almost all the time, but not exclusively. But we really lack a killer instinct when... Uh, when the kind of the game's there for us and it's happened, you can probably chart 20 points we've cost ourselves as a result of a lack of cutting edge. Well, can I just before you... Sorry, I, I'm not trying to interrupt to stop you, but to oh, bring a point that you were talking I, I, about. I've, talk, I've talked a lot so far. So you were talking about town, town season, like the heavy defeats we've had this season. So right, Salford so, and Swindon. Yeah, hang on. Well, what I was going to say was when we lost to Salford, which was 4-1, that was Hurst's biggest league defeat as sole manager beating uh, Hartlepool 3-0 before he left for Shrewsbury and then in 2021 we lost to Scunny, Cambridge and Morecambe 3-0 we we hadn't lost any greater than that until until this season and we've had Cambridge Salford, not sorry Cambridge uh, my apologies, Swindon Salford and on, on, on Friday as well which is I know he's saying that they're all tuckered out but is a is a pretty damning thing, Bruce. Hannah, you guys were there. Um, what was the feeling within the the you know the bonhomie of the pontoon? Um, and the lower. Sorry, Bruce. <laughs> I honestly, first half, it was just boring. Me, I took my friend um, on Friday, and we were both sat there like, but we just want to see something. Then obviously, we saw a lot of. Um, a lot of goals in the end, but it, oh, it was just so boring first half. Uh, my friend, who she's a Tottenham fan, she actually singled Efferty out before the pen as being our best player, which I thought was really strange. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was not a great game to be at. Probably the worst game I've attended this season, I would go as far as to say. Damning. Bruce, what about you? And well, then we can move on to, you know, happier notes, I guess. I thought he got the team wrong on um, Friday. I thought Khan and uh, Lloyd were never going to work up front, just the two of them. It just didn't, I, I don't know, it just did, not against League Two defenders. Um, and like the other two have said, it, after half time, it, it got better with the changes, but we just made individual mistakes and then fell apart. Um, we left after 72 minutes when the fourth went in, so mm-hmm. don't, don't ask me for any information after that. Okay, that's fair. I, I, that was, you know, perfectly then. I thought we were just shit. <laughs> it was it was just shit. And um, I want to start, I'll start today's win with one thing that I, so I usually really like Paul Hurst's interviews because he tends to see the same game I do. And so I know I'm not losing my mind. But when he did an interview with Scott of this parish, he said that he thought that we had matched Donny today up until, their their goal. And I thought that was not necessarily true. They scored in the first half. They hit the woodwork as well, didn't they? And I think we had a ball. I think they had the ball cleared off the line, or there was a little bit of a you know a, a scramble in our box. So I was I was surprised at that. I don't. I thought Donny were the better team, and I thought they had it controlled. I thought they were you know time wasting from the second minute onwards. Uh, but for a team that are in such poor form from Doncaster, I, I, I wasn't taking 
much from today's performance other than we got a win and it was nice for the fans who sounded absolutely incredible i gotta say um uh on 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 telebobs that it was um yeah uh, they got what they thoroughly deserved um you guys would you know have far better understanding of what happened you were there so um, take it away Uh, I'll, let's pick on what you said about the fans, actually. Um, I thought maybe that was just, it was around me, uh, just generally, or whether it was just around me specifically, or whether it was more generally. I thought the town fans were more restless today than I've heard them, uh, than I've heard us since since the pre-COVID days, actually, because we obviously weren't there during COVID. And last season, there wasn't really much of an opportunity, apart from I wasn't at some of the awful away games in the South in the, in the winter. Uh, more restless, getting more um, frustrated and more angry even uh, with certain individuals, certain um, decisions that the manager was making. Um, particularly in the first half, it was quite, it wasn't toxic by any stretch of the imagination, but it was it was quite uncomfortable at times in terms of how, how much people were getting on. Uh, McAtee was coming in for a lot of stick around me. Again, that might just be around me. Um, but uh, so, uh, it, well, I think that's I think that's a general consensus of Twitter as well. Like in terms of a fair few, uh, and myself included, I'm not. Uh, I don't think uh, this is, we we have not got the same McAtee we had, and I'd be McAtee interested to know what the opinions. <laughs> McAtee yeah. was shit today. We we improved when he went off. Uh, so that's. But he seemed to be being singled out, and I thought for 75, 70, 75 minutes we were just awful. Full stop. And I do agree uh, with what Hurst because I thought. Sorry, Hannah. No, no, sorry, I, I spoke over you, Sam. I think with McAtee, he plays his best football when the other team get him really angry. I don't know if people have sussed that out, but if they if they do something to wind him up, he's suddenly absolutely on point. You know, he's firing him in, and you you almost want the other team to do that to him because that's that is when he's played his best football. Do you think that's a a, a process of? Because there's a lot of conversations now about McAtee being Billy Big Bollocks, not being here, uh, etc. Is it simply down to the fact then that it's a personal thing? Other than that, it's not, and he's not particularly bothered. I don't know. Or am I just, was... you know, reading far too much into it and should just go back to drinking my Coke? A few weeks ago, there was big critique of him on social media. And I remember the next game, he came out and scored. So... Yeah, maybe maybe he does need people to to get on his back a bit. I don't know. That's it. More abuse. More abuse. Sam. <laughs> I, I think the um, I think the McAtee thing is is interesting because somebody had mentioned on Facebook or Twitter after the game, and he came on the pitch. He got substituted, and he, I watched him, and I wasn't sure what he would be like when he got taken off, but he got his. You know, we got his tracky top and he went and sat down. There was certainly no public hissy fit or anything like that. Um, but at the end of the game, when the players came over, the first he was the first non-player, if you like, that wasn't on the pitch, on the pitch, celebrating with Lloyd. You know, and, and that's happy for somebody else and, and himself as a member of the team. So I don't think that personally that there's... I don't think he's doing anything differently than he did previously, just that... He's not in the same form he was, like you say, before he got injured. I, I, I don't think... I think he's maybe... The things he's trying aren't perhaps coming off that they were before. Um, and obviously, he's stepped up a level. I, I'm not sure that he's championship level, but only time will tell. And 
and good luck to him. But I don't think it's through any lack of trying or him thinking he's a Billy Big, but I think he's been like that since he came here. I don't think it's a lack of trying. He's still chasing lost causes, running down the keepers, giving away. I mean, a big part of his game is running after and giving away daft free kicks where he can never win the ball. But that, that was the case last season. I think it's just a case of we're not as good relatively as we were last, relative to the level we're at as we were last season. And he's the sort of player where you've got to be on the front foot and you've got to have wingers bombing beyond him. You've got to have a striker playing. He's the sort of player you've got to build your entire side around to, to kind of extract the most from him. I agree with Hannah about you've got to get him fired up. Um, and maybe last season he felt he had a point to prove. Maybe there's a little bit this season he doesn't. But he's in a, he's in a level above as well. You know, he's not playing the likes of Scunny every week now, is he? He's in a proper league. And he's playing against... And he's playing in a side that isn't as good. I, I think if he was playing for Leighton Orient or Stevenage, maybe, he'd look a better player because he'd have better players around him. Uh, maybe he's not particularly suited to, to, to how we are, which is quite sort of like fundamentally conservative. I thought for the vast part of today, we were we, we, we looked and I thought Hurst's interview... Hurst puts a lot of this down to tiredness, doesn't he? I don't know if any of you listened to his interview after the game. Um, but there's an emphasis on, you know, we want to play nice football, we want to play better, but but with the players are trying, they're just not. So either some of them aren't good enough to play the sort of football we want to play, and some of them are just knackered, and you have to keep rotating. So people, people aren't playing alongside the same players all the time, are they? Um, Taylor came in for a lot of criticism today. I I saw both sides of that today because we we miss we we say we miss Taylor when he's not playing, and today when he's playing, a lot of what we did was trying to just lump it up to him and play off him. And you've got when you've got Emmanuel on the wing, um, and you've got Glennon who's happy to get forward on the other side. It negates a lot of that for those the wing backs because we go down the middle. Um, but it was Danilo, nice. To Danilo, see. Danilo caused more problems for their centre half than Taylor did when in the. 10-15 minutes he was on in the 10-15 but minutes. But, but Hurst, Hurst also said, in fairness to Taylor, and I, and I don't think, like I say, the, the front two wasn't wasn't effective today at all that started, but the, the, but Hurst thought that they ran out of legs. We were moaning that we hadn't made any subs up until probably 75-80 minutes, which was in reality 70 minutes because there was 10 minutes of stoppage time to come always. Um, and and actually, he brought the players on and he felt that, that they didn't have the players or they didn't feel they had the players to freshen it up. So, Danilo was playing against players that Taylor had tired. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I think when you look at the season as a whole and you say McAtee's not been on form, he's not played much of the season with Taylor. Uh, whereas he did obviously play a lot more with him last year. I don't know if that has an impact, but obviously today didn't have an impact. We've got we've got Orsi and Taylor obviously here. Sorry, Orsi is here next season. And at the moment, he's the only one of the current front line. I mean, it depends what you call Khan because he's under contract for another year. But I'd be more than happy to see us sign George Lloyd um, and then have another couple of options as well. I think Orsi's done enough that I'd like to, I, I don't know actually with Orsi, I've, in the cup he's done well, I don't think he's ever let us down when he's come on, but he's not going to be a player I don't think that scores you, I know he has scored in the past a, a lot of goals, but 
he doesn't at the moment look like a player that's going to score you 15 plus goals in a season, but he might make, he might make a younger version of the Taylor role um, and and prove his worth. Because um, I know Hurst said in, he said in an interview a couple of weeks ago that just because you're under contract, it doesn't mean that you'll be here next year. So he's obviously got a couple of people in mind. Um, I, I'm I'm not sure with Orsi. I was going to say that I want him here. I, I think he's got something about him. I wouldn't comp- I wouldn't be unhappy if it was Orsi, Lloyd, and then a couple of other a couple of other new options up front. One of them being what we would hope would be an out and out goal scorer. When you don't factor contracts in, I think I'd much rather give Taylor another year and have him not as not as one of the main two, perhaps, but he's a threat when he comes on and he's. Um, Sometimes teams set up in a certain way that you need someone like him, not only for his physical appearance, but for his his knowledge and how he reads the game as well. So I think um, as long as he wasn't counted on to be like a main option, I think he'd be a good good one to sign again. And he'd probably be quite cheap. There's there's no question that he can still hack it at this level. It's just a case of how many games did he get out of him at 35. Um, And... With Orsi under contract, uh, if you want to sign Lloyd, is there a case of, is there not enough room for Taylor? I'd keep Taylor for another year for the, the same reasons that you state, Hannah, but whether we can, given the circumstances, I don't know. Frankly, I think yeah. we need to sign Lloyd and then sign two more strikers this summer. That, that's my view. Yeah, we, we need the guy that we've been saying for months that we need. We need that guy still, the big number nine, the the Bogle or whoever it, whoever it may be, we need that person. That has to be a priority. F.E. Young. F.E. Young. And then if, you, if we're talking about a big League Two, a big strong League Two player, then that probably means we're not going to keep Taylor because yeah. That, yeah. That, that, player, that player we're describing is going to be a goal-scoring version of Ryan Taylor. Yeah. And I've, I, I don't, I'm not as passionate as Ollie is here where he says, I'm not sure what Taylor's good at anymore. Barely wins anything in the air. I think he's struggling in the air since his return. Um, and I don't know. I, we've had this conversation where he's had this big injury. His first one of his, season, of his career, I think. I just don't... We're looking at three... Play, we're keeping three of the strike force at the moment, none of which have hit double figures this season. Um, which I, is, you know... Lloyd would, give a, Lloyd would give given a full season, I think. The better players I don't think I... I don't think I would keep Taylor. I think he's been a really good player over the last couple of years for us. But I, I, I think that he would be he would be on a vastly reduced wage, which would probably make it not worth his while travelling and commuting. Um, I think he would be able to get, you know, somewhere. I, I think he travels, doesn't he, from the sort of Sheffield area or somewhere that way on. Um, I think he'd be able to get local football at sort of Scunny's level or above. Um, You're just loving and, that at the moment. What you mean, like? He can play for our five-a-side team. That's about the same. Sheffield, Sheffield FC or somewhere like that, or um, Hallam mm. United or uh, Menowal Rovers. He, he, he could pick up a decent. He could pick up a decent conference side. He could go and sign for somebody like. Um, he could go and sign for somebody like Halifax or York or um, Altrincham, maybe. Are you saying we should get a swap deal for Taylor for Manny? No. Again, you know what I was saying about Wrexham and that kind of untouched paragon of away days. Read the same for Manny Diaz away. I just, I just, when we're looking at it, I think Lloyd and Lloyd and Orsi to me seem very similar players. Two busy players who are di- diminutively, not physically, you know, physically diminutive, um, and that won't. But are decent with a touch, and I think they're both the same player. I think you have one or the other. You don't have both. 
and it's and I think and I think you then bring in a big ass target man, a poacher, and someone who can you know run at more than twenty miles an hour. Is Sam is your is your flat next to a railway line? Uh, no, I'm at mum and dad's. I'm I'm in East Yorkshire. Well, can you get them? To, well, there's some noise in the there's some noise in the background there that needs sorting out. What are you talking? Are you in? You talk- when he, no, when he mutes, when he mutes, there's a, there's a background noise that disappears, isn't there? That must be it. Must be me making that noise because it's 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 dead quiet here. I think you need to bring the doctors. I think I think um, <laughs> I think Bruce hears the uh, promotion train behind you, Sam. No, can't you, can't, can't, can you seriously not hear that when he mute, when he mutes and unmutes? Listen. Right, unmute, Sam. It's ever so slightly. You must have very good hearing, Bruce. Yeah, my that's very slight. My, hearing, my, my hearing's crap, but I've got the AirPods in. It's not as bad as Jim. When Jim comes on, it's like, I don't know. And I I can only apologise for the audio content. I need to get him a microphone if he comes on. I, I saw Jim um, I saw Jim today. He, he was all right. Uh, I saw lots of, lots of friendly faces, to be fair. It was one of those days where, you know, the regulars are all there and... The bouncy boys were underneath the stand before the game. It was, uh, it was, it was good. Apart from everyone got soaking wet. That's true. Uh, John Lilly says Glennon's been poor recently. Do we keep him? What are your thoughts on Glennon? I'm quite happy to start picking them apart a bit. I I like I, I really thing. like Glennon, but then I really like Amos. So I maybe that's just sorted. I I just like them both. I think they're both great. They have different skill sets, and Glennon is. Probably got our most assists or on up there anyway, so he's very valuable to have. Maybe he's feeling it. Those the the left backs and the right backs are the ones that are you know most likely feeling that that the work rate and the games more than anyone, aren't they? Because they have to get up and down those wings pretty good. Fete included, Sam. I wasn't going to. I was going to talk about Glennon, and I think Glennon's still a relatively young lad. He's not actually played that much league football in between his two stints with us. Um, He's got more quality in his left boot than most of the rest of the squad put together. Um, His delivery is second to none, perhaps only beaten by Emmanuel, but I don't really, if we talk about next season here, I don't think Emmanuel really counts because he won't be here. So he's on a two-year contract. I I think the question, if he was asking, does Danny Amos stay? is does Hurst think he can do better than Glennon? So if he thinks he can do better than Glennon, then I'd release Danny Amos. But if he thinks Glennon is the man to take us to the next level, then I think you retain Danny Amos because he is. you're not going to get a much better, fitter, harder-working, solid, energetic uh, left-back stroke, left-wing-back than Amos at this level. Dave says Glennon would be a lot better if we had a six-foot-plus striker who can make it into the box for a cross. And I can't disagree with that. I think I think these last few games have shown there's quite a lot that we need to concentrate on. And I think if, you know, I would park left back and go, right, that's sorted. I would have either, both of them over the late Tom Newey, not the early Tom Newey, and uh, pretty much anyone else we'd had in left back for, for a while apart from 2016. Just going back to Glennon, though, Hannah, I don't know if you were at Bradford, Bruce, but Hannah, Glennon had a nightmare in the second half at Bradford, didn't say. So the, 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 he's not without blemish. And Matoma worked him out, but I'm not sure that counts. <laughs> Mat- Matoma caused my second favourite right back in the world, all ca- like any number of problems. So 
Simon, I agree with this. Bruce's uh, subtle product placement is getting less subtle. I'm going to get phone calls from Will. It's like it's all very well and good saying Doc's beers in the left top left hand corner, but you've got Cronenberg, you know, middle and front. <laughs> We're not exclusive. We 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 will sell out to the uh, high. Oh yeah, we had that. Um, we had that random fishing podcast on for a bit that earned us sixteen quid. That we'll you know buy a bag of chips for. Um, Hannah is sponsoring the podcast by giving us a mobile studio at some point um, from Auto Trail. That counts, Hannah. I'd, I'd rather have a motorhome. Yeah. Well, I keep pushing for Hannah that we should have like a DN35 on tour. You know, when we go to Germany, we should do vlogs and just all stay in a six bertha or something. And if we're all playing this game, we should use it for the season, though. It shouldn't be for away days. <laughs> Do you know what? It'd be you know, great. Like... It'd be absolutely great. But six berthas, right? To get in the top, you have to climb over those on the bottom, and it is a bit fiddly. Are you trying to say that some of that, some of the pod the pod contributors are not the fittest? Is that what you're trying to say, Hannah? No, well, I'm saying my... that some may trample others. My and that's Alex, how I want Alex. this podcast to work. <laughs> Mike and Alex, Mike and Alex are going at the bottom. <laughs> That's rude. I'm not having that. It'll go over the cliff. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be good. Let's do that. Hannah, you know, order one in. It'll be great. Go do Germany. It'll be we, must on we must be able to get it on trial, on trial or something for, a, for like <laughs> Could a, you imagine nine, 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 nine months. We would like a test drive for three weeks. Can I take it abroad? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Yeah, Brown, with this, uh, this, 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 this motorhome steward service and you've done You've done two and a half thousand miles in three weeks. Well, we are Grimsby fans. Yeah, yeah. We actually just do our regular away trips. <laughs> It'll be like something from Bloody Top Gear if we're all. <laughs> It'll be like that one, you know, when the, the truck is on fire. We just hand it back to Hannah. See you later. She's <laughs> Hannah's left the group. <laughs> Hannah's left the group and never speaks yeah. to any of us ever again. Fools and horses, wouldn't it? It'd be like that. They're like the coach at uh, Margate, yeah. you know, sort of. There'll be, you on the, there'll be you on the phone to your missus and you'll be like, um, Bruce and Sam have just got off the, off the, uh, and it's, it's on fire and we've got to take it back to Hannah. We've got to take it back to Hannah tomorrow. And there's me going to, and there's me going to Bruce. Don't worry. I won't tell your boss, Bruce. It's all. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had a nice day? Oh, it was going great. Yeah. Oh, and the Kent police constable on your phone to see if you lived here. We John is trying to, yeah, sorry. We can put it down to the latest Tory scandal. Yeah, exactly. What sort of scandal? We're free of scandal now. It's all sorted. It's that little sign, you know, zero days since our last accident. <laughs> um, John we've is got, trying no, to pull not, us back not. to the football. He's saying, uh, looking likely that Clifton's going. I keep hearing he's going to Sheffield Wednesday or somewhere. Yeah, uh, we need to sign a replacement. We need to sign a replacement as, in my opinion, Morris <coughs> week. I'll be honest, John. I don't want Morris here next season. I think he's been very disappointed. Um, I tell you what, I can hear from Sam's. I can hear um, the uh, the clock from The Shining in the background. Oh, you, you mean <laughs> you mean this? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's loud. That that's louder than most Scunny away days. That is right. All right, probably most. There we go. There we are. Um. um Andrew Niles says, Glenn and Lane must look better when Clifton is in front of them, funnily enough. That's interesting. I hadn't noticed that. I don't know if either of you had. Yeah, I'd noticed it. No. <laughs> you think Clifton, do you think Clifton would go to Wednesday if they were in the championship? No. I'm not sure. I'm not sure he's a championship level player. 
I'm not I like the idea of McAtee and Clifton facing off against each other in the championship. <laughs> I'm, I'm I think, not probably, sure I think, I think to be fair, they'd probably be, they'd probably be closer to each other on the bench. <laughs> I'm not sure he's a League One player. I, I, I don't. I go against the grain with Harry Clifton a little bit. I mean, he's a he works really, really hard. He's got a fantastic engine and loads of heart, and has scored a lot of important goals this year. But he's not got the quality to play in the Championship or even League One for me. I, I, I mean. You can you can have a you can push back against that if you like, but I just I don't really see where it comes. This is a real I'll, I'll, kind of, if he wasn't a Grimbarian, people wouldn't be saying about he's a he's a level above us. I don't. Yeah. Think. He really. I think he's yeah, he's our best player hands down. Yeah. I think he could a hundred percent play League One. Hundred. He's he's our Jordan Henderson. Yeah. He absolutely, he absolutely is. Like, I, I'm really surprised at that because he definitely isn't the most talented footballer in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. But it completely and utterly is put into his shadows compared to the hard work and, and commitment he puts in. And maybe we only get that out of him because he's a Grimsby guy and he's playing for Grimsby and it's some subconscious thing. But I think our levels really do go down when he doesn't play. And that's coming from me who... This time last year, said we're not winning league. We we're not getting out of league, uh, the national league with Harry Clifton playing most of our games. I mean, I think, I think... You know, you're right. He, he goes for balls no one else would even bother, and and wins some of them. He put goes for tackles people wouldn't bother, and wins quite a lot of them. To be fair, he's just he's useful. He's versatile, and and yeah, it does help that he has the passion for the for the town. But I think. He's that type of character that's going to have that passion wherever he plays. I just think he's that. That's how he is mentally. He's got he's, my vote for. Yeah, he's got my vote for player of the season this year. He's yeah. really good. He's really good at winning cheap free kicks as well. Waterfall is <laughs> right. Vote for for player of the season. I mean, it works. Um, let's go through. Everyone's coming in. I like this. We've actually started talking about players, so people actually come and give us an opinion. Maybe this is what we should have done from the beginning of the season. What is that noise? We're going a bit fishy here, aren't we? Deciphering every player. I don't mind. Keeping. It's fine. We never do it. Uh, Gemma Ho says, um, all these players scraped into the playoffs. Now they're all Maradona. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Ollie says, uh, thought uh, similar to Sam on Clifton, the start of the season, but he's proven himself. Uh, but he's proven himself. Ricky says, every good team has a player like Harry Clifton, works hard, plays numerous positions. And I think Harry Clifton is a sort of player. I was going to say he's a sort of player. If he plays, you don't get relegated. But I think we're pretty- we did get relegated last, last season, but one. Uh, but he's the sort of player that let hands that standard nobody had a good game today till the subs came on i agree and someone very quickly up at the top here um and i'm going to include me in this because i was slightly annoyed at hurst uh he said where are we blah 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 blah, blah. Um, here we go. Jack Griffin said, Sup, boys, Hannah. Uh, wonder if any of the Andy Hurst will give him credit today. Got his sub spot on. He absolutely did, Jack. The question is, though, did he get his starting lineup right? Well, he got it wrong on Friday. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that. On Friday, yeah. Um, that's a good question. That I was, I was very peed off at the defeat on Friday, given it was a sellout and it was, you know a sellout, never really get a sellout at Blundell Park. And I don't think that's the sort of game you tinker with. You go for it. And they're second bottom. Um, you know, I I was disappointed. I'm not we've sure been playing we've been we've been playing McAtee, Taylor and Lloyd, haven't we, up front until for the last couple of games and all it right, they petered out 
they petered out in the second half at, at Bradford, but but before that, it, it looked quite good. And you're thinking, here we go. But I think he needs to. He said that he'll make changes and he'll try things. And he's, he's you know, they were saying today that we're we're still not technically safe, but we are. Um, so I, I wouldn't mind if he didn't. You know, I think I think he'll want to play. It's difficult because he'll he'll want to get points, won't he, and finish as high as we can. Um, but I wouldn't mind seeing Corey giving a bit of a go. Um, I don't see any of the other youngsters that are currently, they're all out on loan for the rest of the season, I think, pretty much, aren't they? Um, so, yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see what happens in the next few weeks. But like you say, I don't, I didn't like him tinkering and messing about when we'd got a full house because the home fans haven't exactly been royally entertained this season. I think we've got the, the joint lowest number of wins in the whole division. Um, and we're going to be, and we're going to start asking people to buy season tickets in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, what's your last memory? I actually think the season tickets. I've said before, I think we'll be okay. We might lose a few, but I don't think there'll be the massive drop off. For the same reasons that there weren't this year, I think. As long, well, as, long yeah. as they don't put it up too much, as long as they don't put it up too much, people know about. The- Is that me or? Bruce. No, he's gone. That's Bruce. I'll tell you something. While well, he's while well, he's well, he's not here, um, I'll wait for him to come back on cam. Um, I agree with that in terms of the the season tickets not being that bad. I wonder if we'll actually it will kind of be met with people as well who are slightly concerned that they can't get a decent seat without getting the season ticket now, and such will actually gamble on getting one. Um, yeah, I suppose yeah. the clock run this year has proved why you need one almost. Because yeah, we're of... going to make we're going to make the quarterfinals of the FA Cup again. <laughs> no, but no, just, but just it'll make people think. In general. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I do general. agree. I've just been flippant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, like yeah. I don't. We we've missed a fair few through illness, holidays, not being able to get childcare, those sorts of things. Tell but I don't think it would ever cross our mind not to have one. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, even I was contemplating getting one for the podcast, so we've all got a ticket to get. Um, as uh, Daniel's... It would make my life easier, Cameron, because I've, I've still got one this season, despite the fact that I've moved to London in September. But if it was the same situation as last season, I'd prob- and next year I'd have to pay a full rate as well, because I was still 22, so I qualified for the younger one. I'd, have, I'd almost think about chucking 300 quid at it, but, but if it's going to kind of go out a little bit and my seat as I view it is available it, it does not get sold but then it's down a restricted view in my seat actually in the main stand um, I wouldn't buy one and would just kind of buy them immediately as they become available um, on the thing but I think if they put them up too much uh, they risk a big issue I mean there was one part of it that says you can't on the one hand complain you're not signing a decent striker and then on the other hand, say, moan that your season ticket prices have gone up. That's one part of my intellect. But the other one is, we've won did you, four Did you know that when the club get the season ticket money, they don't get it all in one gulp. They get it given to them on a monthly basis. I don't know if anyone else was aware of that. I just assumed they got a massive lump sum and then they had to budget accordingly. They don't. The club, the, mon- the company that keep the money for the season tickets gives it to them sort of on a sort of a 10-month, 12-month um, eke out, um, which is quite interesting. So, you know, they can't put it all on Bitcoin. Um, uh, let's have a quick, so just chase up with everyone. Daniel Lewis says Holohan or Clifton, I assume this is for player of the season, flip of the coin. Clifton nicks it with goals. Dave, I'm going to especially mention you because you say I'm great. Uh, Clifton behind the uh, front two next season. I never saw this until Alex 
said it, but we'll drop McAtee and try it now or see Lloyd and Clifton just behind. Oh, I think that's quite entertaining. Uh, and then you can see I don't, think, I don't do. think you get. I don't think you're getting promoted from League Two with Orsi Lloyd and Clifton as your front three. Uh, nah, Jack says, uh, coming back to me on whether he got his uh, first 11 right today. No, he didn't, but he made the right choices during the game when it mattered. Absolutely. Tackleberry says, I'm still annoyed by Friday. Fair <laughs> enough. I mean, we all are a little bit. Uh, Carl says, howdy. Howdy, Carl. Uh, Danny Kate says, we've got a back four under contract for next season and most of the most of the midfield, but only one striker, Orsi. We definitely need to improve, but need to sign move early for strikers. Would like to see us to re- try and re-sign Lloyd. I think... We get our best players early. And I'm and trying to it. think. And yeah. he can do it this summer because he's got a full close season and he hasn't got the rest of him getting six weeks head start on him. And, and he knows what, the, yeah, yeah. And he knows the league after a year and he's got the cup run money and he's more established in the league. He's in such a better position this summer. And even, as you know, I'm one for making excuses or explanations for Hurst. Even I'll run out of excuses if he doesn't sign something this summer. And the players, and the players know the club better as well with the exposure that we've had. Yeah, good point, Bruce. I think that's great. Um, uh, Haley, uh, Eva Cox, congratulations, by the way, from last week, Haley. Uh, for me, Hunt needs uh, a run in the team, and I think we need to create opportunities. Clifton's work rate is 200% for the team, and I feel we lose him. I would start subs within the next game, Lloyd, Orsi, and change the game. Um, Jack says, couldn't believe we won today. It went absolutely mental when Lloyd scored. And John Liddy says, I think 5,000 season tickets max feels that the, fee- the feel-good factor has gone. Um, I hope not. It's it's a bit weird to think the the FA Cup quarter final is so weird because you go because this season has been some of the performances have been quite poor at home. We've been poor. I've said as long as we finish you know thirteenth and above, I think we've hit what we need to achieve this season. But it doesn't mean that it hasn't been incredibly enjoyable from start to finish. Um, it will be sad if the feel good factor has gone. And I agree with you, Sam. Where. After the game on Friday, up until today as well, I think if we'd have lost tonight, it would have been toxic. If we'd have I, lost today, I, I think it would have been I, hell. I might have made an excuse to not come on tonight if um if, if we'd lost today, because I just wouldn't have been able to bear it, really. Um, But no, good fun. Looking forward to a whole new season next year of having the Nishi FS debate every week, Alex. That, that'll be a good laugh. Um, yeah. <laughs> and don't forget, we've had... You know, in the last couple of weeks, we've been to Bradford with nothing to play for, and we took how many? Two thousand two hundred. Yeah, yeah. As, yeah. We've, we've, and we've taken tonight. we've taken three thousand today that would have been more. We've had, we've had the FA Cup run. Uh, yes, I've not been happy with the, with the home league performances. Generally, we've been all right away, but it's our first season back. We finished sixth last year. I don't personally think that. I know a lot of season ticket holders, and I haven't heard anybody say to me that they're not getting one. I haven't, you know, nobody's made a point of saying I'm, I'm not getting a season ticket next year. I think that around us, I've said, I've said it before, there's a lot of young families, even though we've not been winning, the kids seem to be enjoying it. You know, yeah. they're not moaning at the parents, they're sat watching the game. Um, I, I, like I say, I could be wrong, but I would, I would be amazed if we lost any more than 500 season tickets next year. I keep seeing people tweeting and all the fishy saying, we're going to lose a load of season ticket holders. I've read a kind of a handful of people saying, I am not renewing mine. And even those people, it's a bit like the kind of your mate who says, I'm not coming out to the pub tonight. And after a bit of, a bit of kind of like you are coming, he comes along kind of vibe. So, well, let's, let's put it, I'll put it out there now. I'm just going to put a poll out on the Twitter podcast. So get on, get on it and answer it. Yeah. I think a big part is going to be who we sign. And as, as we've said, if we get someone decent in early, 
that's just going to kickstart all the sales. It's going to be, um, well, people are going to be wanting to see good players because let's be honest, last summer we didn't have a big striker that, that everyone was buying tickets to see. I'm just putting out. So season ticket holders, right. are you renewing your season ticket next season? Let's see what they say. Apparently, Tocket is what I wrote. Two options or three options? Yes, no, don't know, or just yes, no? Yes, no. Don't don't right, give people that's options. It. That's it. We don't want anyone sitting on the fence. That's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Make your decision now. If it's a don't know, it's a no. Um, Daniel Lewis says, I, I know it's not about us, but Stockport are flying now. Just took for They really are. They've got, they had, you know, they've got what they needed there. Look at the strikers they've got, for Christ's sake. And they got Quigley out on loan. At Rochdale. He's, on, yeah, he, 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 he's not quite as brilliant as we all thought he was in the close season, I, I don't, don't think. Hayley well, uh, says, sorry. Isn't it, here's a question for everybody. Oh. And I've kind of been pushing this re recently. Where do we all, we've talked other talked about other individual players. Where do we all stand on Max Croker? I don't stand where you stand. Um, no, I, I, I know you probably. I'm quite an extreme case on this now. I understand, but um, uh, I think, um, yeah, I think we look. I think um, relatively similar to left back in terms of if Hurst can get better, then that's amazing, and I've got no problem with that. And Max can either stay or go. But if we don't get anyone in, I'm not going to be heartbroken and I'm not going to be massively worried. I think he's out of form a bit and I think he needs someone to push him, not dissimilar to Maka. But I also agree that he's not, he's not, Maka is, Maka's done, which is sad for me because I really enjoy him as a, as a player, as a great advocate for the club. But um, Max Crocom is not much better than Maka was at the top of his performance if anything i think maca was a little bit better because he could pull off match winning performances i'm not 100 sure that max has done that yet yeah i agree i think i think hurst definitely can do better i think it, it was ian who brought a stat out saying he was in the bottom four keepers in the league for saves or something like that i i think um crocom last season outstanding you know some of the stuff he did brilliant but this season he's just a bit um a bit different and it probably is the lack of competition but particularly really don't like his kicking it's which was random. a massive strength it's a it's random at best isn't it yeah and uh, it's 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 erratic my issue with him is he doesn't make any saves i mean that um, that's that that save ratio i mean there's that sort of and he made the save at bradford where he sort of Parried it quite sort of weakly into the into the strike into the strikers. Um, I'd be surprised if Hurst doesn't think he can do quite a lot better than Croker. I think it might have been you actually, Hannah, who said a few weeks ago he's a different keeper to Hannah, but he's no better. And I agree with that analysis. To Maka, not to me. <laughs> Bruce, what do you think? Danny says he's prone to cramp as well, which is clearly an injury you, concern. I've never seen you play goal, Hannah. I couldn't comment. Yeah, I've never played in goal, so who knows? I'm a bit short. What do you I think, think a, I think he's um I think he's done all right. Um no more than all right. If we want to get promoted, then maybe the needs to, you know, maybe the I think with, with with goalkeepers at this level, there's probably a lot of goalkeepers that are of a very similar standard. Nobody's gonna be the fully rounded, you know, complete goalkeeper. You're not gonna get that or else they wouldn't be playing in it's not like picking up a a central midfielder or a, a big strong centre back where 
you know, there are loads probably playing in non-league that could get away with playing in the league. You know, can I goal- can I put a name there as well for that? Vigoro, who plays for Leighton Orient, who, you know, he's been with Orient for a long time and is now the goalkeeper in the team that's leading the league. Sorry, Bruce, I'll just throw that there. Yeah, there's probably there's, there's a lot of keepers. I mean, like you say, we've we've talked we've talked about Crocombe. Um, when he first came in last season, he, that he was a breath of fresh air compared to what Maka had, had become. You know, Maka was not the player he had been. And I mean, Crokham used to start coming out, didn't he? Started coming for his crosses and catch, coming in, commanding his area, which which we thought was brilliant. But then we've we've found since then that maybe he's not the shot stopper that Maka was. Um, I still think you say his kicking's not great. I think he's been asked to play a different kind of game to anything that Mac has ever been asked to kick. I don't think you ever saw Macca try and do those kicks straight direct to the, the forwards that he's asked to do. I think we generally just got it and we pumped it forward. Um, I don't know. I, I don't feel I'm really fit to judge a goalkeeper. I, I don't know how far off a top of the table goalkeeper he is. Like you say, if we, I, I think, I, I actually think defensively, if we scored more goals, I don't think we're having the Crokham conversation. But for me, the it, so the, the goalkeeper and striker are the two that like the single biggest positions that you can kind of make a a good goalkeeper or a really good goalkeeper this level could win his eight, win his ten or twelve points. It sounds really harsh, this, but I can't remember Crokem winning as any points this season. I can remember him costing them, uh, costing us them, but I can't remember him. Whereas whereas Maka, you could pinpoint like this game, this game, this game. He's he's dug us out of trouble here, 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 and here. Um, maybe no, kind of no. <laughs> Ben has just asked it's a very long shot but is there a slim chance we could get Henderson on loan again uh, who started you in could, the Premier League you, this file, season? you can file that one under the same category as the Fabregas rumours I think um, um, that, that's it. so a really good <laughs> goal Ricky. is 10 or 12 points a season and a 20-25 goal a season strike but on the strike debate sorry there are only I think it's four strikers in League Two who have scored more than 14 goals, one of which is Josh Umbra, who may well get relegated from this division. Just to give you an idea of how hard that's going to be to sign this summer. I think that's to do with the way teams are set up now. 4-5-1 or 4-3-3 now, where the striker pro- plays a pretty solitary role, probably doesn't help with that. And we're, we're sort of, you know, an indictment of that. We've got no player that scored double figures this season, but we've had lots from everywhere. I mean, it helps that we've had like 55 lone players, but, um, you know, it's um, it's an interesting way of things. Go. The old four four two is kind of dead, isn't it? So that whole thing of get the ball to the strikers is... It won't today. When we changed four four two, that's when it all went good. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe it's reverted back. Um, Daniel Lewis is saying, playoff final, he saved us. He certainly saved the last 10 minutes of that game, Daniel. I'll give you that. Now he's right. Ben says I never remember, say I, never. I remember it was a great save from in the first half when it was one nil and Dallas sort of it, it got deflected and he sort of saved it up. He kind of managed to correct himself really quickly. So I'd, maybe I've indulged in a little bit of revisionism, but I'm thinking pretty ambitiously next season in terms of really challenging towards the serious sharp end of the league. And I don't think um, I don't think Max Crocombe is part of that. And not necessarily. I'd probably keep him. Oh, but he needs to either up his game either with a thing or he signs a better goalkeeper. Um, so, Sam, I'm, I'm, are, we, are we starting again next season then? Are we getting rid of everybody? No, I'm keeping... I, I think Glennon's got... Clifton, so Clifton's season. going. We can, we can get rid of Clifton. No, we can get rid of Crocombe. 
We can get rid of Crocom, yes. Hang on, let, let me, me write them all down. Did, this did, is going to be did, a long did, list, did, I think. Didn't you, say, didn't you say one of the left-backs wasn't very good? No, no, that's not what I said at all. What I said oh, was, sorry. Is, it, what I said was is, is that I think Glennon is good enough, but if Hurst thinks he can do best than Glennon, he should release Danny Amos. If he doesn't, then I'd be telling Danny Amos. So Amos I think, is gone. Um, what I, about... I, um, I, okay, not, Waterfall, keep or go? Absolutely keep. Definitely good enough to, to challenge at the top of this league. What about I'm, a Fesse, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, regular, a regular right-back? Sorry, Alex. Uh, 100% Mishi Fesse is good enough what, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a League, league 2 winning side? Yes. With a full rest, a full pre-season and some confidence, he's one of the best right-backs in this division. Right, how, do you buy com- how, how does he buy confidence? Where does he get that from? Where's he he has to uh, just listen to Sam on this podcast every week. Sam on Twitter, Sam in the group, Sam in the WhatsApp. You got to take, have you got to take, you got to take Mishi to Ibiza for two weeks just to talk positive to him? <laughs> Every uh, day, yeah. Sam's just going to follow him off the team bus going, you can do it, Michelle, you can do it. He's going to be running up and down the main stand. <laughs> Harry Clifton's good enough. Kieran Green's good enough. Ha- Alex Hunt's good enough, given a certain uh, a certain set of circumstances. Otis Khan is good enough. George Lloyd's good enough. What, to Gavin win the Hull- league? Ga- uh, yes. Ma. In terms, it, not no, to get challenged. So, for it's all so it's all Crocombe's fault that we're not right up there? It's Ma. not all Crocombe's fault. Uh, Mark. Yes, I think Mar is. Morris. I, no. Morris is gone. Okay, so I've got four players gone. Uh, Taylor. Uh, you can you can put me down as not upset with either outcome there. Okay, I'm going to put Taylor, that as a no. McAtee's gone, obviously. Um, who else have we got? Orsi. To win the league, no chance. Orsi's gone. Uh, who else are we missing off on here? Well, he said Khan was. He said Khan was the League Two winner, didn't he? He just said uh, Scannell. Are we uh, keeping Scannell? <laughs> on the evidence of that twenty minutes at Crawley, no chance. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Smith. Uh, so you, sorry, go on. Smith. Smith. Andy Smith, yeah, he would be, but he won't be here next season. Will yeah, he? he's interviewed today. Yeah, I know, he's I know. very I polite. Oh, well, what's he, he said? He uh, said. So Matt Dean basically asked him. Um, and what about Grimsby? Would you go there next season? And there was a such a long pause that Matt Dean went and made a coffee and came back with it. Uh, and then he went, yeah, um, there, there's always an option. And, you know, you never say never. And uh, they've been great for me. And that was it. So um, I wouldn't expect Smith back this next season. <laughs> well, he's not, he's not actually he's oh. not played that much, has he, in the second half of the season? So Smith is gone. So... This is Sam's uh, burn them list. Max, Clifton, Amos, Morris, no, Taylor, McAtee, Orsi, I think you said we wouldn't get promoted with Clifton. No, I yeah, you did. A, no, I said a championship <laughs> club would not come and bring and put, throw a load of money at him. That is fundamental. Bloody hell, here we go again. My view is being misrepresented by the left-wing media. <laughs> you did say he's not a League One player as well. Yeah, just, so he's I, I, not going to get yeah, us so, up to League Two if he's not a League One player. That, so, basically, so basically, when we have the Open Top Bus Tour next summer, somebody needs to push him off the balcony, Sam, because he's not good enough for League One. Look, they're not look, allowed on the balcony, are they? I don't know, but the way there's a will, there's a way. Under, underfunded uh, county council can't afford the parish, can't afford the balcony to be um, strengthened, which is why they have to stay on the bus. The reality is, now I've said that, he'll now be the best player in League Two next season. And I'm going no, to. No, the really... reason you've said all that, every time they take a shot during the warm up, it's aiming for your head. <laughs> <laughs> we were banging them in, in the warm up today. I'll tell you what, the, the we were, yeah. in the warm up was, was quality. Oh, hang on. There was something down here in two seconds. He was saying about Batters, Battersby. Um, 
I'm sorry, sorry for cuts. It said he couldn't save a thing in the warm up. He didn't even bother yeah, to guys. Yeah, sorry, I can't find it. I want to go back to Haley because I keep saying it. So Haley thanked us for the coverage of the women's team, and again, congratulations to the champions. They are playing at the 23rd of April. The women's team are playing at Blundell Park, so make sure you get down there. I assume the trophy will be there and presented. Um, it'll be uh, it'll be great. Um, Ollie says, all our best seasons have had some terrible performances. Think back to Har- ha- Halifax away, first time in the National League. I'm thinking of Weymouth away last season. Um, uh, Bromley away. Uh, I think our away fans have been fantastic and advert for the club to other players who wouldn't want who would who wouldn't want to play for town after seeing us at Southampton and yet today and at Brighton. Um, uh, Bradford. And, and, yeah, are, are you trying to? We're fantastic at Northampton as well. We're really good at um, uh, Wimbledon, even though we lost. We're you're, saying George Lloyd, you're saying that George Lloyd isn't going to want to go back to Cheltenham. They are pretty. They are pretty loud at Cheltenham. Are they? What are, the, are you thinking of the races? <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, I did hear that. I've heard about the Cheltenham Roar. Yeah, that's what you're thinking. Do the roar. Uh, 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 have I got any more here? Everyone's bringing in. Uh, Richard Sutcliffe says, Effetti was poor, makes too many mistakes, move on. Uh, I mean, that's just, you know, um, that's just red flag to red, uh, red to a bull over here. Um, Daniel Lewis says, Dallas Flick uh, from Cropper. Uh, I don't know what's about, sorry. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. No mistakes from Effetti today, made a few Saturdays, says Richard. Richard is just going for it today. Uh, Taylor needs to finish, plus McAtee. Um so, sorry, ben Clayton is saying Cropper. This, this Richard guy, Bruce, he's the one who wants to burn them all. I've just kind of listed a load of players who I think are good enough to kind of be part of the kind of a sort of a, a, a bulk of sort of 16 or 18 no. players to win the league next season. I, I, th- I think you've been very fair. We'll be very good in the Grimsby and District five-a-side league next season. <laughs> That's all the players will have left. <laughs> I, I imagine, you know, imagine if Hurst wants to get rid of Afete next season. Sam's hiding him in a, like a, a, a laundry basket. <laughs> just moving him around so he can't find him to tell him. Um, uh, ben Clayton is saying he's cropper. I'd have him back tomorrow. I think games like today, it would have been, you know, a hell of a lot more entertaining with the uh, cropper there throwing in a few. Mar tried it again today, but I think we should electric sh- electrocute him if he tries to even think about it. Yeah, but I, I mean, I really like cropper, but I do think Efforty offers more overall dare oh yeah absolutely no he does yeah he does all all we want cropper for is for we want cropper for throwing coach that's what we want him for because me throwing me throwing just they're just standard right back throw-ins aren't they he doesn't have a long one on him the idea he'd have a there was a debate on the fishy a couple of weeks ago who offers more jordan cropper or mishia fete someone compared mishia fete to serge makofu Maybe he just needs to do a bit more Bruce you know, shoulder training. He needs a couple of weeks for being Ibiza, as Bruce says. That, that was, <laughs> that was... I bet you, you'd, you'd get bullied in Ibiza. I can just see it now. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see. I can just see you. You'd, you'd end up. You'd end, you'd end up taking drinks to the bloody to the to the bloody rapper. The only the <laughs> only one waiting in the corner for his Merlot to breathe. Yeah, you'd be swimming around the pool with you would start bollock naked, and you'd be, Please give me my trunks back, please. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul Mullin doing it as well. 
ended up spending all night buying eight pound bloody cocktails for this group for this group of three of this group of kind of girls or whatever i'd just who then just leave at the end of the night without even a thank you the, the sort of thing would happen to me with, with your phone <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know where i'm staying <laughs> Uh, Danny Lewis yeah. says he can go. He, we can. He can see him go back to four two three one next season. He wanted to get Mar in the team as soon as he was ready, and he didn't want to drop Smith either. So he was accommodating both. And we've um, got no. And we've got no wingers. And he wants to play McAtee with a three in midfield. So it kind of he sort of stumbled across it by accident, didn't he? But yeah. he won't want to start next season with with three at the back. He just won't. Hey. Haley says, thank you. Hope to see you down there. Yes, it'll be presented to us. That's amazing. Get down to Blundell Park 23rd. The women are going to be uh, presented with their trophy uh, for winning the league. Uh, Damien Smith says, yeah, it's in the warm-up today, some of the players were scoring some good goals and I'd stick with Max in goal. He just needs the support behind him. All the players can have a bad few games, but he, can, he can't take all the blame. Uh, yeah, that's directed solely at Sam and Sam only. Um, Ollie says Liam's content could get us bigger players if uh, if they see the crowd through them. Agreed. I think Liam's con- content's brilliant for that, and we need to put it all together. Get him doing something on it uh, because I think I, especially when we win, it's the one thing I look forward to watching after this. Uh, and then my town day is town week is done. Um, I keep uh, Tackleberry says I keep expecting Taylor to be sent off every game. Yeah, I thought he was going to go today. Word on the official today, he was a twat, oh, wasn't he? He was awful, and we've had some bloody awful officials this season. The Sutton, the guy in the home to game to Sutton, the guy at Gillingham, the guy in the Walsall home game. They all stand out as being a. But this guy topped it a lot for me. He was just he didn't have a scooby. It took him thirty seconds to award a free kick either way. He was random. He missed the clearest. Save that that when he tipped uh, Glennon's free kick onto the bar, um, he gave us nothing. He booked six of our players and none of theirs. He just didn't have a clue. It, it, I mean, I was getting even my dad sort of like to calm down. I was getting really, really frustrated with him. I mean, if he fouls, so the, the, if he fouls Clifton on the edge of the box, right, that's a red card, irrespective of it's in the because he's fouled him and Clifton's going to roll it into the net. I mean, a word on the street was it was a penalty anyway, but how if the keepers fouling Clifton on the edge of the box? Is that not a clear and obvious goal scoring opportunity? The mind boggles. Sorry, Bruce, I was ranting off. I saw your head in your hand. There were a couple of there were a couple of players around it at the time. I, I can see I yelled for a red card, but I can see why he gave a yellow. And he did get booked for that, so they did get a booking. John Tonda didn't they didn't point that out on Humberside. Um, the only other, yeah, only you other game is ref- Sorry. In fairness, Bruce, that John Chandler's never let facts get in the way of a narrative about a um, a narrative about a, red, a, a poor referee. Well, anyway, you've just pulled the same fact out. So, but but the uh, you haven't mentioned the Stonewall penalty that they should have had in the first half. Which where, was where, that? Where, the, oh yeah, not, yeah, that was that was absolute, a penalty, stone, yeah. absolute Stonewall. He, yeah, he, hugely. How how they didn't go mental? They, I think he gave a corner, and all I can imagine is the player who got. Absolutely side down. It was very similar, opposite end of the area, but it was very similar to the rash t- tackle at Crawley. And it, was it? Yeah, was it, it really Mar? was. Was it Mar yeah. or it was? It was Mar or it, Morris it, that dived. Dived it in. Mar. It was green today, oh. wasn't it? Oh was yeah, it was oh, green uh, today. Sorry. Yeah. Oh well, it was. Yeah. Well, sorry, it, but it, it was an absolute. St- he never got anywhere near the ball. This and, is what I mean by just being. This is what I mean. He was just rubbish. It wasn't like he was favourites, although I was alluding to that with the yellow card situation. He was just rubbish. He just never clicked. I'm just trying to work it out. So, he uh, the only other game he has uh, refed us in was the Stockport game, uh, which we won three one. 
Uh, so in two games, he has refed us in. He has booked us. I mean, he did send off a uh, stopper player that day. <laughs> he's booked. He's booked ten of our players in two games. <laughs> but you say we've won. We've won both games. Yeah, yeah. You want him back? Yeah. There, we go. there we go. He could easily have sent. He could easily have sent off Kieran Green as well at Stockport. He was on a yellow and he took the ball away very, very clearly into our fans. So, so maybe we've been a little bit harsh on him. He's a bellend. He's a parking attendant. Um, the uh, the important word Bruce used was win. Uh, we never consolidated. Come on, steps change needed. Um, I don't know which, sorry, I don't really know where that was in, Richard. Um, our back four next season, Glenn and Mar Waterfall, Afete, 100%, 4-2-3-1. A Tory, a footballer in Ibiza, what could go wrong? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it depends on what sort of boat Sam tries to get back on. I think that would be the problem. Um, top three worst, Daniel Lewis is oh, saying. Yeah. <laughs> you, you haven't seen a boat, have you? Is that what you're shouting at? Um, uh, green tackle uh, was a pen as well. Missed that. Um, yeah, that was what you were saying. Referee was shocking today. I agree with Sam. Green smashed him big time. He really did. <laughs> Um, um, and I don't think ours was a penalty. I, I, uh, GTFC Fanalytics was trying to show us a still of when it was, but the contact didn't look like it was in the box or if there was any contact at all. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it from your angle, but from my side, it didn't look like there might have been much contact um, anyway. Um, Sam could use the barge to get back. That barge is not going... The barge is not going anywhere, Ollie. That That, that thing, if it moves... It just disintegrates. Let's be entirely honest. I might upset Dan saying that. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only pub, the only pub in town where you feel pissed when you're sober. Yeah, you, it is. You, you, you walk the more in, you drink, you, 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 you're like that so on the on the slosh. Oh, do you know what? It'd be really interesting. I haven't been in the barge for years. It'd be interesting to see if it's leaning more. But I think it's the only place that when you drink, the more you drink, the the more you know upright everything becomes. <laughs> it's I the only place it. where your walking improves. Alex, I was in it Friday night, and it, to be fair, it's not leaning more, but the little ramp to get up, you feel like yeah. your foot's going to go through that now. I need to take Charlie onto it, because it's such an institution. I had my first beer there. I was 14. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, amazing. I'll take Charlie in five years. Um uh, ben says it is leaning more. Like last time I was in there, there was a sign that says uh, even saying so. What that is even leaning even more. I know it says yes, we know it leans. Um, is it, I want is that. It, is it is it leaning to the right? If it, if it leaning to the right, I'll be on there. No, it leans to the left. I'm just looking at it. If I'm stood on the barge and I'm looking at the entrance, it's left. surely surely it depends which way you're looking at it from. Yeah, if it's going backwards, it's leaning right. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I yeah. died that one, so I can't really have a pop back. No, I did that one. Uh, so they did some grim play on there the other day. Uh, that's mad doing a play on there. I don't, that'd be interesting. I'd love to see what Daniel uh, Marsden can send us something with that and um, show us what happened with it because that'd be brilliant. I assume they were just doing shots halfway through the play. Um, is there anything else we need to? Because I'm w- w- waffling. Anything else we need to talk about? We've you got Mansfield drink, coming up. You can drink in view of the pitch at Scunthorpe United to get league games next season. Oh, my God. That's such a cool thing. <laughs> can you? You can yeah. do that in National... All right. From, is I that actually right? Are you, are you sure? I Googled it on the way back. 
And I don't it, think they do. I thought it's the league below that because Dulwich, Dulwich Hamlet are not in that league yet. I saw someone say they were now one league away from being able to take their dog in. That's an well. Hang on, I went to Wealdstone away, and there was a dog in there. <laughs> no, that was play, that he was playing for town, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we were shit uh, that day. And Damien is apparent, apparently. I, I haven't fact checked, but apparently then. Well, I mean, Scunthorpe, that's the pod way. Scunthorpe are now as close in the league pyramid to Grimsby Borough and Cleethorpe Town as they are to Grimsby Town. No. <laughs> that, hang on, someone do some googling on that, will you? Well, that would be step eight, wouldn't it? We're both... at step four, they're at step six, so they would be step eight. And they're quite near the top of uh, step eight, are they? I, I've no, I'm, I'll be honest, I never pay attention to Cleetown's results. Please, someone's got to work that one out. Well recently. Can really? I just say as well, I'm really disappointed in Scunny. Like, at least when we were shit and when Lincoln was shit, we were, we were doing well in the fifth tier. So they could, you know, s- uh, take away our best players and use them and, you know, pass them off as their own. They're so shit that even our players, we can't even look at them to try ripping their players off. The only time we take their players is if they wanted to do, you know, do something in the in the bars and do a, a shift in there. I might earn more. Well, I don't know. It, it's a... Are you at all sorry for them? I'm a little bit. 5% of me is deeply, deeply sorry for them. My mother is a Scunthorpe fan, so I... I have to deal with it in my family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? There was a beautiful moment. You guys were obviously at the game, but um, there was a bit, and go try it. If you can find it, listen back. It says, oh, and we welcome um, the Scunthorpe fans onto our commentary. And as they did that, we scored our second. <laughs> Just you know, <laughs> being a Scunny fan listening. You, oh, you, you haven't even had a chance to listen to the players or, you know, take it in. You get shunted to the next commentary. And all it is is town scoring against another one of your rivals. Um, will uh, the yeah. commentary stop next year? Given well, that's what I'm football. joking. I think it will keep going, but I, I, I don't think it should. North yeah, but, Ferry, we didn't get it. Yeah, but you disappear. In, 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 you don't get any. You're not on. You're not on Jeff Stelling. You're not on BBC Goal Alert. You don't have um, a kind of like a page of your own on BBC Sport. You can't even access the table on Sky Sports. I don't think. You it, once you're in national, you disappear. That them getting to the first round of the FA Cup, like us getting to the third or the quarter final, which we did. Uh, <laughs> Bruce, have we finished? You know, have we finished? Uh, do Scunny get national league? No, they don't, Ben, I don't think. I think they might be able to do their own thing now, though. <laughs> Just, you know, Gary on a camera. What, for their um, six fans? They had, to get a yeah. cockney, they had to get a cockney to talk about, to be a Scunthorpe fan on the um, on Humberside on the way home. That's how that's how, that's how how low they are on supporters. That guy was good, though. I enjoyed him. Uh, Daniel Lewis says, fuck them. Well said. Um, and then Damien doing his best to try and pull it back to town-related things. What's your view on the Mansfield game on Saturday? Um, Sam doesn't have one. Hannah, any home. thoughts? Oh, Bruce has got one. We're at home. Good. Yeah. Uh, should yeah, we bother? Hopefully, we're, we're, not. we're at home Tuesday as well, aren't we? Next Tuesday. I think. A week on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we've got, got three week, three week this week, haven't we? Well, two, yeah. two is tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. We're at home. Yeah, we're at home twice, aren't we? Yeah. Three mm-hmm. next four games are at home, aren't they? Because then we're at Tranmere the following Saturday. And then we're at crew at home to crew on the on the Tuesday afterwards. The game that should have been played the weekend Queenie died. 
Yes, <laughs> in September. <laughs> we've, we've only got one more. We've only got one more um, Saturday home game. That's, yeah, because la- last one's on bank on a, on a Monday again, basically a Queenie's two, demise. Two Tuesday nights and a Monday. That's it. Right. Two away games. Two, two away games. I might do Stevenage this year. No, because there's no point going to Dorking to watch Scuddy get relegated now, is there, Alex? Since they've already gone. Yeah, I know. I was very tempted by that. It's not far away at all. Um, just just but, wave yeah. bye bye like the Tranmere fans did towards that day. At, that, that day at Princeton Park when we got relegated. Cheerio. Oh God, I remember that. Do you know what? That's Tranmere's ground is about a ten-minute walk from my mum's house, and I've never done it, so I might have to try and do it this season. Um. Uh, but yeah, I don't think there's anything I, else. Do we anything I, else to say? Bruce's got something. I'd wait till next year for Tranmere, mate. I think. Uh, I think my away days for the season are done. Oh, I try and be amazed at um, that's the weekend that Haley was talking about, isn't it? For the the women's game, the twenty second, twenty third. I'll do that instead. Maisie's at uh, we're at Butlins with uh, Maisie's Cleethorpes Town Girls. So God knows what sort of parents event that'll be like. I don't know who's taking the kids to the tournament on the Sunday. But all um, I can imagine is Stephen Mulhern being um, <clears throat> put on a pole and roasted over an open fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a possibility. Um, and then the other one's Stevenage, isn't it? 29th, isn't it, Sam, I think? Yeah, and we've got Wimbledon at home. And that's it. And then it'll be and a wrap. And then, we'll, and, and then and then then the rumours will start big time, won't they? We'll all be hanging out for the... Everything just in the summer, everything just seems so slow. You know, like you're, you're waiting, you set, you're, you know, it comes to sort of first week in May, don't you, when the season finishes. And sometimes you're glad for a couple of weeks and then you're like, when are the fixtures out? And it's like and it's like June, the middle of June or something, and you're like, oh, that's another month. Yeah, but away. imagine, and, can't you remember with the conference though how far away those fixture releases were? It was like oh, November, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. We'd already played three of the games. We just arranged them ourselves. But yeah, so no, the summer's on its way, um, and we'll. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting one, but I, think, I still think we might need to be a little bit patient, which, which we don't find which we don't find easy. But even so, Hurst's best signings historically come when he can sign him at the start of a window. Liam Hearn was early doors. Omar Bogue was early doors. McAtee was early doors. Pods Hammond was early doors. Um, I'm not saying it's without exception, but um, I agree. He he knows he will know now who he wants. Um, and hopefully, a couple of deals are already done. Yeah. He's going to he's going to Australia for three weeks on the tenth of May, isn't he? <laughs> Paul, is he, what, is he going to go scout there'll, the A League? <laughs> there'll, there'll be no there'll be no announcements for the next three weeks because Paul Hurst's gone on holiday. Oh bollocks! <laughs> and the, <laughs> just poor sod on the um, on the admin just has to do the mandated Carabao advert, and there's just thirty five yeah. replies of everyone just sign a fucking striker, <laughs> announce a striker, yeah. <laughs> There's me with my bogle chant. Yeah. Done. We're done. And do you know what? Thank you all. Go on that uh, poll if you're a season ticket holder. Give us your thoughts. Give us our flag back. That's still not come back. Um, I think that's gone, mate. I think, I think I, he's I think... dead. <laughs> I know. There's we'll a homeless guy in Southampton wrapped in it, though, that loves it and he's very grateful. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be on one of those little boats, um, just as a massive flag on the back. Um, Hannah, thank you for coming on. 
Thank you. Bruce, thank you. And Cronenberg, thank you as well. Uh, and Sam, always a pleasure. Safe journey back. We shall see you all very soon. Take care. And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 1130. Go! At 